I'm breathing. Is it real fear that someone's going to snap my arm and stab me with it? <sighs> I'm going to say unlikely. Hey, I'm Jen Fricker. And I'm Alexi Toliopoulos. And welcome to Lived It, a brand new podcast where we speak to everyday Aussies and Kiwis who didn't just watch the show or movie everyone's banging on about, they lived it. And on today's episode, we're talking about The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a brand new Netflix film that is a sequel to the classic 1970s slasher. So usually what we do on this show is get a guest who's lived through something a bit similar to a movie, but it's kind of hard to find survivors of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> let alone make a fun, lighthearted podcast Yeah, about believe it. me, I went searching for some <laughs> great talent out there. But instead today, I thought it would be cool if we did something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I know that you, as one of my dearest friends, have a phobia around horror movies. Yes. I couldn't even imagine you watching this movie oh at all for the God. podcast. I wasn't going to. I was just going to come in and pretend. I'd be like, oh, oh it I was hated scary. that bit in Texas <laughs> with the chainsaws. Oh, rough as. But then we came with a fun idea. Yeah. I thought it was an opportunity to grow, Oh, Alexi, wow. To better myself on my path on my journey. Mm-hmm. So... I thought this would be an opportunity for me to face my fear so I can start enjoying horror movies because I know you love them. I love them. I love them. And I want to share them with you as well. So this new version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a new sequel years and decades later where a group of friends arrived in the town of Harlow, Texas, to start a business. But they are unaware of all the bloody slayings from many, many moons ago that continue to haunt this freaky little town. I know, it's a spooky little town. And something else this group of friends should probably know is that the murderer responsible for those slayings decades earlier is still there. And he doesn't like them being there. And later on, Jen is going to get some great helpful tips on how to even survive just watching a horror movie. Yeah, honestly, I need all the help I can get. So let's have a listen to the trailer. 50 years I've been waiting for this night. Just to see him again. Who? Leatherface. Looks like it's you that he wants. I'm not going to let him kill you. You're no evil. You're no evil. No. No, thank you. No, thanks at all. I'm good. I'm good for whatever that was. So this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it is a direct sequel to the original 1974 classic from Toby Hooper, wonderful director. May he rest in peace. I'm getting emotional thinking about him now. (laughs) But it's from part of like this current trend that we have where we are going back and looking at the horror movies of the past and doing like a new entry in them that continues the legacy of these people, legacy of these characters. At the end of the original film we've got sally who is one of the iconic final girls of horror she is the what lone does final survivor. girl mean final girl means like the person that makes it to the end of the movie maybe they defeat the slasher killer maybe they don't but 
anyway, they're the ones that are victorious at the end. They live through it. And I hadn't seen the original until like maybe five or six years ago. I'm a big horror fan. And I think that visceralness of the title and like its reputation as being truly freaky and scary held me off. I watched the original and I'll tell you this. It is, in my opinion, the scariest horror movie. Really? It really freaks me out. I think that it is so amazingly crafted, so amazingly made, and like it feels quite real. Like mm. there's something about it that feels quite real. And that satirical note's quite funny and quite strange. And like I feel like it's placed in quite well. Yet there's so much gruesome gore that really gets pumped up to really high octane levels for me and it is a short snappy little 80 minute horror film love that i watched it at midnight on a friday night at home alone and i got all those pure thrills i get from a slasher film yeah i love slasher films they're like kind of my top tier of the subgenres, and i kind of got so much like joy from watching this Mm. i'm gonna be honest lex i did not want to watch this movie at or mm-hmm. I do not really like horror movies, mm-hmm. but especially slashes. I really struggle watching them because uh, it's just too hard for me to separate like the the thrill of watching from like bad things that could happen in real life. Like we said at the top of the episode, this is an opportunity for growth for me. I want to be there with you, Alexi, enjoying mm-hmm. these movies. So... As we like to say here on Lived It, it's real life on a cinematic scale. Usually what we do is we hear from everyday Aussies and Kiwis about moments from their life that feel like they're plucked straight from a Netflix plot. This week, the real life Australian slash Kiwi is me. (laughs) There was no way I was getting out of watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre this week. It just wasn't going to happen. Right, Lex? I mean, it is your job. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't want you to go in. I feel scared for you, you know. I want you to try and get some of the joy that I get from watching these kind of movies. I decided to get some professional help. I spoke to Vara Glover. She's a psychotherapist from Northern Beaches Mind Coach on how to get over my fear of scary movies and how to watch them and enjoy them. And this is how it went. Vara, I really appreciate you taking the time to help me work through my fear of horror movies so I'm, I'm safely in your hands what 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 do I do what do I need to do <laughs> that's all right look I'm absolutely delighted to be working with you Jen so I just wanted to get a, a brief understanding of what you think is going to happen today um, and what your expectations are I expect to be cured obviously no <laughs> my expectations for today I would just love to know like if like getting over something like this is possible for me or like stuff I can do because, you know, doing a movie podcast, it's a bit difficult to have to avoid a whole genre of movies because I can't watch them. To be honest, this is the hardest part, what you've done, acknowledging that you've got a fear and actually doing something about it to activate change in your own mind. But what I am very happy to do with you and would be delighted to help you through is to guide you and give you strategies and ways of thinking about things from different perspectives. Does that sound okay? Yeah, sounds good. I'm excited. 
we won't go into things in in too much depth and too much detail today, mm. but everything that we do will be generic in its form um, in terms of um, the, the strategies to, to help you move forward, okay? Yeah, for sure. If it works, I'll come back and get my spider fear work through with you, my, my heights fear. There's so many phobias. Like This is just the one at the top of the list today. Yeah, okay. That, that's really... <laughs> That's really interesting, actually, because within our minds, we have over 50,000 thoughts, feelings and emotions that run through our minds on any one day. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you've got a fear of other things rather than just movies like, you know, spiders and these other things means really that you're choosing to listen to a lot of thoughts that aren't serving you well. Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess it's a good starting point for me to ask you, how do you know which thoughts to listen to and which ones to ignore? Oh, God. Uh, wow, that's such a hard question. I think it's like a gut feeling for me and like where it sits in my body. So I know that like sometimes I have fears or like stresses and anxieties. Like, for example, when I watch horror, when I watch horror movies, I feel like the stress and of like what's coming next and the, what I'm going to see or not see is like sitting up in my throat and I can't breathe. Whereas like, I don't know, for like real fears, like if I'm say on, not that I'm often hanging out on ledges or whatever, but you know, if there's like a present danger, perhaps like I'm near going on a bushwalk and there's like nearby a cliff or something like that. Like I feel that in my gut. Is that normal? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you flagged to me that you do not have a strategy to know which fears to listen to or thoughts to listen to and which ones to ignore. Yeah, yeah. you're listening to them all. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's a better way. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> look, that's absolutely fine. It's fine to say, look, I don't know. And there are many different ways that we can silence thoughts that don't serve us well. But one of the main things is to understand how the brain works and the mind works. So we've got this prefrontal cortex part. This is the intelligent part of the brain or the logical part, right? And this part is telling you stories like pull yourself together. This is not real. It's a film. They're actors, you know, all of these kinds of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that as much as we think that we are intelligent human beings, <laughs> We are not very intelligent. We're not run by this intelligence at all. We are all run by our emotional part of the brain, mm -hmm. which is the limbic system. And emotion will always, always override logic. Wow. And that's why, for me, yeah. I need a box of tissues every time I'm watching a rom-com. Yeah. Yeah, this is the thing. And, like, sometimes I walk out of movies or I finish a movie and I'm like, I feel like my whole reality has changed because it's, like, connected so deeply in me, which I guess is, like, part of why I love movies, you know? Like, because I really do feel, like, quite a genuine emotional connection or, like, physical – I don't know. You know what I mean? That's so interesting. So it kind of just, like, taps – it gets us in a when we're in a vulnerable state and then just kind of connects quite deeply. Absolutely. And that's what makes films so enjoyable and why we all love watching them. Mm. But most of us will watch them for the joy or the excitement or the thrill or whatever it might be. But in your case, you're being held back by this. So this is triggering for you. You want to run out of the room. Yeah. So tell me, what is it like for you when you watch a horror film? What happens to you? It's like painful. 
Like it mm. feels like pain. And I have to be almost like swaddled in things. Like I feel like I've got to have like a million pillows and a blanket. I need to know where the exit is. And I can only watch, if I'm trying to watch a horror film, I can only watch them in daylight or around a lot of people. Like I had to do another film for a podcast last year, ended up just watching it on my phone in the COVID vaccination clinic. <laughs> Cause I was like this then like, because it's on a tiny screen and I'm surrounded by people and it's not the reason I'm there. It's just an incidental thing. And I'm constantly reminded that like everything's normal around me. Yeah. That's horrible for you. It's not nice. Mm. If I was to ask you, what are the first words that spring to mind for you? Mm. If I said the word, the phrase horror film, what would the first things come? Just one word answers here is what I'm after. Like choking? (laughs) Sudden doom. Like I want to run. Darkness. Like I'm going to be grabbed or something by something unknown, unseen. Like, even just, like, talking about it, I start feeling, like, that choking feeling and that, like, shortness of breath and, like, oof, yeah, oof. It's got, like, a yucky shiver. What was that? Was that a shiver? Yeah. I don't know, just, like, frustration as well. That it's just, like, the phrase horror movie has, like, this effect on me, you know? That there's, like, this undercurrent of, like, I'm just, like, angry. The concept can upset me this much without even seeing it. Okay, So first of all, I'm going to read these words back to you and I want you to tell me if they are positive words, negative words, or just neutral words. They don't really have a positive or negative effect. Sure. And then we're going to do a little exercise and then we'll go from there. Does that sound okay? Sounds good. Okay. So dread, positive, negative, or neutral? Negative. Choking? Negative. Perfect. Darkness? Neutral. Being grabbed? Negative. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shortness of breath? Probably bad. Yeah. Negative. And finally, frustration. Negative. Okay. So I'm going to do a little exercise with you now. So I just want you to look at a spot, corner of a screen or a little mark on a wall or just something. Just focus on that one spot and I'm just going to um, say some words, okay? Okay. So, Jen, I'd like you to think about the problem the way you've always thought about this problem. Notice how you think about it, what you tell yourself, how you generate feelings attached to this thought. Now think about what the problem isn't and recognise the changes that you are making now. Now consider the issue from the perspective of someone who had already resolved the issue that you used to have. How would you think about it now? So take a deep cleansing breath for me in through the nose and out through the mouth. And one more nice big deep breath in and out. Okay, so same exercise, Jen. Mm -hmm. First words that pop into your mind, horror film. Just blurt them out. You know what? Kind of reminds me of like when I was a kid and I loved horror films. Like, I would say I used to watch them every single year on my birthday. So, like, birthday party. Um, not explosion in that it's, like, a boom, but in, like, an excite, like a, oh, what am I trying to say? Like, an exclamation. Yeah, like an exclamation mark. Yeah. Okay. This goes that way. But, like, Alexi, who's my friend who loves them. Yep, so friend who loves them. Yep. Okay, so same exercise, Jen. I want you to rate these for me positive, negative, or neutral. Mm-hmm. 
Loved them when I was a kid. Positive. Party. Positive. Birthday. Positive. Goosebumps. Positive. Excitement. Positive. And explosion or exclamation, I think you said. I guess positive. Mm. The fact is, Jen, is that you've been thinking or you had been thinking in your past about horror films one way for quite some time. You weren't able to think of any positive word associations at all to the word horror films. You were asked to look in a different direction, a different spot. And then all of a sudden you've rattled off positive words, Jen. What you have effectively done, and I know it's a funny, weird little exercise. You're probably wondering, what on earth has this woman done to me? I haven't done anything. You've done it all. You've created a new neurological pathway of thought in your own mind from this moment forward. When you think horror films, you think of your friend who loves them. You think of how you used to love them when you were a kid. So that old pathway of thought that you used to have that was holding you back from watching horror films, that is now in your past and has no place in your present and certainly no place in your future. Mm -hmm. So when are you not afraid? Talk to me about a moment in time when you're on top of the world, a memory. Um, I mean, like last night I just cooked like a really nice dinner in my apartment. And it was really nice and I like smashed it and but like cooking in your kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So I'm gonna give you another strategy now. Mm -hmm. If you can um find a point in the palm of your hand somewhere or anywhere on your hand Mm -hmm. and just touch that point. And I just want you to think about you in your kitchen cooking that meal, right? Mm -hmm. Watch yourself opening the cupboard, getting the pot out, maybe putting oil or butter or whatever you use as a base, adding the ingredients in, chopping them up. Watch yourself doing that. Close your eyes if you'd like to for a moment. Close your eyes and just watch yourself preparing that meal in your kitchen. How are you feeling in that moment? Like confident, happy. I usually put on music, so I'm like dancing a little bit. So what we're doing right now, we're anchoring all of those thoughts into that spot that you're pressing into the palm of your hand. Mm -hmm. What fragrances can you smell? Oh, fried garlic. Yum. The best smell. All of those wonderful thoughts, feelings, and emotions, put them all into that anchor point into the palm of your hand. And know now that you've anchored that experience, that joyful moment. So every time that you're feeling afraid or frightened or anxious or nervous about anything, you can use this for your spiders, you can use this for your horror films, you can use this for anything And that will give you a sense of calm, a sense of peace. Okay, so you can open your eyes now. And that's another strategy you've got. Okay. Yep. That seems good. And that'll reinforce that message, you know, of that you control your emotions, your thoughts, they don't control you, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the other thing as well is exposure therapy. So, you know, if you want to watch a film or if you want to watch this and you want me to watch it with you, Mm -hmm. I'd be delighted to do that. Just let me know. Awesome. I really appreciate that, Vara. Genuinely, thank you so much for being like so sensitive to me and like, yeah, really appreciate it. It's okay. It's nice chatting with you. Yeah, lovely chatting with you. So that was 
amazing to listen to. I feel like I got strategies out of it. Plus, I got to say, Vara is like this hypnotic spell on yeah. me as a listener. Like, I felt like ASMR tingly vibes, and I never get that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was getting like crazy shivers mm. and like tingles in my brain too. Like, Whoa. it was. <laughs> my Lord, something I mean, deeper was going I on. Think so. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's not how psychotherapy is meant to work, where you can literally feel your brain, but like something was going on. I think we booked a sorcerer to be a guest on this show. It's not science, it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> Also, like, it was like, oh, my friend Alexi. Mm -hmm. I love the shout out. Yeah. (laughs) Always promoting you to everyone I talk to, (laughs) including therapists. Um, But, you know, it was like, I want to be able to find that joy again in it. So you have attempted to watch the movie. You employed some of the strategies that you learned. Yes. How did that go? Let's have a listen. So it's daytime. I have many pillows. I have a blanket I can hide behind. I feel so, I hate it already. I hate it. I've got my strategies. I've got my my anchor. Think about cooking, think about fried garlic. And just the notion that I can control my thoughts and feelings. All right. Let's go, let's go. Oh God, okay. Did that not feel like a bad omen to you? This place is cursed now. Please, this is not. We just have a chat on the street. It's daytime, so it's fine. Gonna start anchoring already. Okay, there's a truck and a man. How's she doing? (gasps) He's a good boy. I thought you'd be. Oh my god. Stay out of my room. Oh, I hate this. Okay, someone's died. Sheriff, I think she croaked. Oh no, I already know. Okay, thinking about fried garlic. That's fine. We're dancing in the kitchen, baby. Oh no. Oh no. No! Oh, God. Oh, God. How did that do that? Okay, I can deal with that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, all right. That was pretty brutal. I like this car mechanic hunk. <laughs> I'm breathing. Is it real fear that someone's going to snap my arm and stab me with it? I'm going to say unlikely. We're anchoring. We're fried garlic, baby. Oh, no. Oh, he's cutting the face off. Lock the door. Why haven't you locked the door? What's going on in this town? What? No, I don't want to see the face getting cut off. No. Oh, I'm watching him, but I don't want to watch. Oh, gosh. Oh, he's Gardner. And she's watching him. And I'm watching them. Oh, okay. Okay, my heart is not as high. It's at 96. He's wearing her face. 
No! How does his mum's face fit so well? In my critical, logical brain, I know that none of this is real. And I'm not scared, because I'm just frying garlic in my kitchen. And she's taken off her soup. It just seems like the safest place for you, madam, is in the car. Like, I think you need to stay in the car. I don't think. No! Hectic. While I was talking to Vara, my heart rate was at 70. Walking into this room, I got to 80. Watching the Matt Leatherface, cutting up some folks, got to 89, and I'm back to 76. So, <laughs> so those are not dissimilar to the reactions I have watching this kind of movies. Well, this is true. I think that's it, right? Like, I didn't run out of the room. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like viscerally upset. I, I just, I think I just had a normal time watching a horror movie. Like, it would actually be more psycho if I just kind of watched it emotionless. Yeah, that would be. If that was the cue, I'm like, there's something yeah, wrong with that. That would be full leather face at that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, you ripped off my face and wore it I while wore watching it. the movie. Crazy. Afterwards, I felt really thrilled. Mm. Is that what you get after you watch horror films? Like totally. You kind of feel a bit like, ooh. Yes. I get like a pep in my step. I'm excited by what I've seen. But I want to ask you, like, did you have fun? Yeah, I think I did. And I think, again, I kept being like, oh, I'd love to watch this with Alexi. And, like, both of us just have, like, a good time screaming and yeah, hiding. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. This makes me so happy. Yeah. I think this has not just only improved your life. By proxy, it's improved my life. I've got someone to go watch these movies with again. Yeah. And I guess also, like, if you're listening to this and you're a fellow scaredy cat, I guess what I want to say is, like, obviously you should feel very challenged and, like, freaked out by these things that we're watching because it's pretty hectic and full on. Also, genuinely thinking about fried garlic. Yeah. I don't know why, but that really helped me. It's my default setting, dude. Mm. I'm walking around thinking about the smell of garlic frying in butter, in butter. all day long, you dude. Know, yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad that I did this and that, like, I got to do it and it was my idea. I think if, like, someone had just forced <laughs> me to watch this movie, yeah. uh, that would have been really hectic and full on. <laughs> But, like, making the choice to do it, making the choice to, like, maybe change how I think about horror films. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad for this experience. That's a wrap on today's episode. Thanks again to Vara Glover from Northern Beaches Mind Coach for guiding me through today's session. If this brought up something for you, you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. And if you haven't already, follow us on Apple and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to leave us a review. This podcast was recorded on Gadigal Land. Thank you to our executive producer, Paria Tarzada, and producer, Abby Lenton. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.